all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Good morning and thanks for listening. I am Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Today we're talking about luck, L-U-C-K. Do you think that some people are just luckier than others? Do you consider yourself lucky or unlucky? Today I want to talk about the science of luck. How feeling lucky can change the way you view your life and the way others view you. And this this show is sort of a continuing quest on improving brain health, which is what we've done the last few weeks. And and truly having the right kind of attitude about who you are and what your luck is can can change. Um, your mental health, it really can. And we'll talk a little bit about that and the science of that as we move along. So today I have my producer, Jay White, here with me. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What do you think about luck? Mm, I think um, it's not a thing. You think it's not a thing? Yeah. Mm. I don't subscribe to it. I think you can be fortunate. You can be fortunate. Yeah, and I think you can be, you can have series of fortune, mm-hmm. but I think luck is, uh, I think it's a it's a nice word to identify when you've had a good run of fortune. Ah. That is, in this, that, that is a statistical anomaly. How about that? Mm. That sounded like prepared, that. but it, it wasn't at all. It sounded very prepared. It sounded on purpose, but it's t- <laughs> totally happenstance, that whole coming together of thought. <laughs> I'd love to hear our listeners jump in early on this because there are some really pretty significant varying opinions in this. And it and it sometimes really does change the way you view life. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org if you want to join in on this topic early on. Um that's a great to, to frame it as luck is great because like I you know I, I I subscribe to the idea that nothing happens by mistake nothing is on accident hmm. everything happens on purpose everything happens on purpose and has a reason okay so do you think that we are the force behind everything happening not necessarily not necessarily mm. uh-huh so 
as we're talking through this, let's talk about how maybe if if everything happens for a reason and there's I think a we, force. I think we have way more control over that than we think we do. But that doesn't necessarily mean we have all control over all of our yeah. decisions. And I think most people. And outcomes. Outcomes. Yeah. Maybe we should have control over our decisions, but the outcome piece is certainly something that you can do all the right things and still not have the desired outcome. Um, you know, for example, um, I'm going to tell you an example. I hope my son doesn't mind. Um, I have a son who um, had uh, his apartment in front of him catch on fire and had significant water damage to his apartment two or three years ago, which required him to move, and he lost a lot of his stuff. Um, In fact, most, if, if I will say. Well, after this last storm, A large tree, a huge tree, from his neighbor's backyard fell on his recently bought Mm. house. Um, Not on the house, but on his workshop that was equipped with a lot of very expensive woodworking equipment and Mm. had his bikes. And he is a big bike rider, so not a little bit of money in bikes. Okay. (laughs) And when when I saw him... um, Shortly after that, he looked at me with sad eyes and said, I'm just unlucky. And I thought, oh, no, you're not unlucky. You're lucky in that when there was that apartment fire, you weren't injured. And when that tree fell, it missed your kitchen by just a few feet. And so... Um, where where he was, by the way, or near it, um, hearing the tree coming down. And so, you know, wow. was that lo- unlucky or was that lucky? It's the way you frame it. That, see, I, I don't like the, I don't, I don't. You don't like any of that term? I don't like the word lucky or unlucky. Mm. I, I would use fortunate. He was fortunate. He was fortunate. That. He was not where the tree fell, but that's kind of chance, you know, right? Or if you if you believe if you're spiritual, you probably believe that you were protected from being in that right spot at the right time, or as it were, wrong spot at the right time. So okay, we're gonna. Now, mince I threw, a, a, I threw a, a whole other layer into it right there. You want to talk about spirituality? You, you, because you, that's see, I sit in that place where. If you're talking about this guy has two major catastrophes, blow up a bunch of his his personal belongings twice in a short period of time, the first thing I'm thinking if that happens to me is, God, what are you telling me that I'm spending too much time on Hmm. that's not about what I'm supposed to be doing? What are you trying to extract by force from my life that I'm not recognizing? That's the first thing I would ask myself. Hmm. And it wouldn't be luck. It wouldn't be fortune. It would be, what am I reading wrong from what I need to be doing? Perhaps. Yeah. That's how I would look at it anyway. But that's not necessarily right. That's just my one opinion. Okay. Well, I'm going to put another twist on this. Mm -hmm. What I was thinking, um, to try to put positive light on what had happened, because sometimes it's hard, and I know a lot of people who are listening right now had negative stuff happen to them recently um, with trees falling and wind damage and and 
everything that's been going on with this insane weather. Um, my thought was, okay, well, you had this workshop that was okay, but it wasn't perf- perfectly arranged. Now you have an opportunity to rebuild it, rebuild it into the perfect workshop. I don't know. Is that magical thinking or is that Pollyanna-ish? But it it's one way to try to make yourself frame things in a more positive light so that you aren't being the Eeyore and the woe is me. Um, so two, two different things. Is there a message of maybe twisting things around and changing something? Or is it really just... Um, a new pathway to take. I, I guess maybe the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have a question back to you, Jay. And again, callers jump in because it, we probably need more than two opinions here. Definitely. Let's talk about the difference in fortune, fortune, mm-hmm. and luck. All right. So. When you think that it's fortunate and not just lucky, what? how do you see the difference in fortunate versus lucky? Not um, a test question, an opinion, that's, obviously. That's, yeah, it's interesting. It's, they're largely the same thing. But um, I, I think luck makes it sound like the person involved has nothing to do with it. And I don't, I don't subscribe to those things necessarily. Like, uh, if the Powerball's over a billion dollars and somebody from Mississippi buys the winning ticket and they win the Powerball, somebody goes, well, they're so lucky. And I'm like, well, no, I mean, like, if I had not bought a ticket to the Powerball and still somehow won, that'd be pretty lucky. But, like, if you bought a ticket to the Powerball and won, you put yourself in a position to be fortunate. Does that make any kind of sense, right? You know? Yeah. So the odds are extremely high. So, uh, I mean, it's not very likely that you would win but if you win i don't see that as luck you put yourself in a position to win a bunch of money and you did so that's fortunate yeah you know yeah fortunate for them you know my mother um who is no longer with us was one of those individuals who often won things that she entered (laughs) It, it was always funny and and a lot of people said she was so lucky and and my thought was always that she just had such a positive attitude on life and, and never complained about anything, that perhaps there was this positive aura around her that just went around. I don't know. Um, but, you know, when you look at at Western society and cultural views about about luck is is that some people think that there there truly is almost a supernatural force around us and there's some lucky thing that you can do that'll keep that luck going for you um even <laughs> even somebody like president obama um he he apparently tried to recruit luck by playing basketball before every primary election he somehow felt like that was something important for him to do, and it gave him better luck. And and Michael Jordan, I thought this was an interesting, I don't know how he did this for so long, um, wore his college practice shorts underneath yep. his NBA, you probably knew that. I did know that, yep. Uniform for good luck. 
Yeah, it, that's interesting. I think, again, and I, I'm going to sound like the negative Nancy here, but I, I wouldn't categorize those things as luck as much as they are things that made people comfortable mm. in the position that they needed to have ultimate concentration and as as little um, distractions as possible. And so things that make you comfortable make you less distracted or, or they put you easily e- easier, more easier in a state of flow. Yeah. So for President Obama playing some basketball before a primary election, I think it keeps him grounded, keeps yeah. him loose. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, to use another sports example, Wade Boggs was a third baseman for the Boston Red Sox in the 1980s. He was the American League All-Star third baseman for, I don't know, like 13, 14 years in a row. Mm -hmm. He was an incredible hitter, but one one of his legends is that early in his career, he is going through a slump, and so he started eating baked chicken before every every game. And, you know, they play 162 games a year in baseball. That's a lot of chicken. But he, for the rest of his career, and we're talking like 14, 15-year career, before every game, he had chicken dinner. Before every single game. And he was one of the best hitters of all time. So it was it, did the chicken make him lucky as a hitter? Did it make him fortunate as a hitter? No, he was a good hitter. The chicken just made him comfortable yeah. and, and in his space. Well, it sounds like you actually have read some of the studies, Jay, <laughs> um, because that's exactly what a lot of the studies say, that when people develop these lucky ways or lucky charms or lucky preambles to doing things, what it does many times is it reassures them that they have something on their side. It diminishes anxiety Hmm. to a point where the performance can happen. Um, Just like, you know, college students sometimes do that on test and, you know, relying on some of those, those lucky charms that, that help them adds in a calming security zone around them that, that allows them to be a bit more, optimistic about the potential outcome and so when you're more optimistic about a potential outcome you're more likely to have a positive outcome yep absolutely it's sort of that predictive thing that we do so so here's an interesting thing that i just thought of that when you were talking about that i hear or i just recently heard and, and read two different stories about how professional athletes are using nicotine vapes to get their head clear right before they head out to perform on the field. And it's becoming a bit of a problem for some of them because that's an addictive drug. Mm. And so it's, you know, that's that's becoming a dopamine hit. That's not just a pre-game thing. It's becoming a, a life takeover thing for some people. And it's uh, becoming gosh. a problem yeah. in not just pro sports, but that's a readily inexpensive thing that anybody can go buy and do before they go play their sport or whatever it is or video game or anything like that and don't think that every kid in high school doesn't have some sort of access to it maybe it's not them buying it but they have access to it and it's that's a whole thing yeah yeah. that's so worrisome and and even though i could see you know um as many listeners know already nicotine transiently get makes you feel very positive it gives you a bit of a high and and then it comes back well they talk down. about the clarity 
that you right. the, the short burst of clarity. Short. You know what they'd be better off doing is drinking a cup of coffee. Mm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> having a Coke. Doing something that's not as damaging because I think what people forget is vaping, the nicotine continues to um, cause difficulty with vascular disease, increased stroke, heart disease, and, and others. Yeah. And so um, we have to be very careful about that and taking on bad habits as, as lucky. Um, mm. That's unlucky, and we don't want to, to do that. Today we're talking about luck. Um, do, you, do you think that luck is the reason that you've had fortune in your life or perhaps um, that you're unlucky and you've missed out on some things. Um, Many times we use um, luck when it maybe is not appropriate. Maybe it it was just due to a circumstance that you set right so that there would be a good outcome. And or maybe it is something the unluckiness is is simply due to a natural disaster that is happening repeatedly. So, you know, we're only as lucky as we think we are, right? And so it's important to make sure that we we have optimism as we're moving forward in life and that that we become one of those lucky ones and i'm not sure if um if john is going to call back um but i would like to talk about something that he he mentioned um to um abram our call screener as he was waiting for his call to be taken and that was that Boy Scouts say that there isn't anything such as luck, but it's preparation. And I might not have said that correctly, but, um, you know, to be prepared is is what we need to do. So, you know, many times college students um, on, on college campuses also um, often wish each other luck on exams um, because sometimes they have so much writing in them. Um, but if you think about it, um, the reason individuals do well on exams is not due to luck, right? It's due to preparation. And so to make sure that if you are facing something instead of banking everything on luck, that you you do enough to prepare for it, just like ball players who who prepare uh, for games by good practice, for games by getting enough rest, for you know by taking care of themselves and doing all the right things. Okay, um, let's go to the phones. Now, we do have Barbara from Hernando who has a comment about luck and fortune. So, hi, Barbara. Hello. Thanks for calling. It sounds like you have something really interesting. Well, I, I am a master hypnotherapist, and I'm about to throw another wrench in your thinking. Okay. I Being a hypnotherapist, I am a student of the subconscious 
And in my training and subsequent practice, I have found that the subconscious mind, it, it doesn't matter whether you're thinking negatively or positively, your subconscious will look for incidences and events and all kinds of things to collaborate how you're thinking. So if you're thinking negatively, it's going to come up with all these negative things like your son. Oh, I'm, I'm unfortunate. I'm unlucky. Then more and more, your subconscious will bring more and more incidences like that into your life. And likewise, if you're thinking positively, you will see more positive influences. And it's, it's basically just how you look at things. And I have found going both ways, um, negatively and positively in my own life. Um, when, when I start thinking negatively, all I see are negative, negative incidences, negative people, negative everything. But if I turn it around and, and be the Pollyanna like I used to be years ago and when everything just fell into place, things start happening. Maybe not how I want to see them happen, but they usually it's even better than how I wanted it to happen. Um, so things just click. Hmm. So, Barbara, do you do you think that um, perhaps it really that it is the the positive thinking and the surrounding yourself with the feelings of optimism that that are embedded in you that allow you to really notice less the negative and more the positive or do you think it really pushes away positive uh, negative things from happening to you did that make sense? I, uh, yes, it does. And I don't think that it pushes away negative things, but you're able to see if, if something negative does happen, you're able to look at it in a different light, like you mentioned. Um, you, you can look at it in a different light and see that, oh, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Uh, maybe this was a good thing. A lot of us think that if it's not how we want to perceive it, then it's negative. And it's not always, that's not always true. Sometimes what we consider negative turns out to be better than how we thought it, something should turn out. Interesting. So in your work... Um, do you work with individuals trying to help them change those deep down negative thoughts that are subconscious? Every chance I get. <laughs> Sounds like a, a real positive thing. Um, so do you have any advice for people out there who tend to feel unlucky right now? Well, one of the things that happened to me was I, I would feel myself spiraling down into negativity. 
And I was walking along once, spiraling down. Everything was negative. Everything was bad. And I thought, wait a minute. If I can, if I can actually feel the spiral down, I can spiral back up. And it was, it took a while, but I finally started feeling that everything was moving upwards rather than downward. Mm-hmm. And it just takes practice mm-hmm. and and catching yourself when you're in uh, a bad mood or when you think things are are not happening like you want them to. You just start, you catch yourself with that and say, oh, I can turn this around. I can turn my thinking around and see this differently. You know, Barbara, I, I really appreciate you saying that because that is one thing that we've we've talked about on this show before is that um, working very hard to have positive self-talk, to tell yourself positive things. I think people don't realize, and listeners, I hope you are really listening to this because I think this is an important point. People do not realize how we can control our own minds. If we really work at it and practice at it, we can control the negative um, self-talk. We can we can control the escalating anxiety. Um, We can control that spiraling downward, as Barbara just mentioned, if we practice it hard and interrupt all those negative things as they're moving along in our minds, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, correct. So, so I noticed when I was in my 20s, everybody said, oh, you're just a Pollyanna. But everything, everything was going along fine. So I, I took that to heart, and I thought, well, maybe I'm not seeing the, the world in a real light. And I got really negative for many, many years. Uh, the people I was around were all negative, mm-hmm. and after I lost my uh, my late husband, I thought I don't need to be like this. Mm-mm. I don't like being like this, so I started changing how I think about things, and now everything just falls into place. And people, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say this, but people say, "Oh, you're so lucky." Everything just happens good for you. And I don't go into, no, I, I am making this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that call, Barbara. I think you, you probably spurred a lot of thoughts in, in our listeners' minds about this. So taking control taking control of your thoughts, taking control of your mind. We The other thing that we've talked about on this show, on several different shows in the past, is to make sure you're not allowing yourself to be surrounded by negative people who, exactly. who, who give negative thoughts. They will bring you down. And none of us need to have anybody tugging us down when um, when life can be so much better if you stay in, in a more positive plane. Yeah, so, yeah. Today we are talking about 
while some people seem more lucky than others, um, why sometimes you can look at an individual and wonder why good things always happen to them or maybe why bad things happen to some people. So, um, as promised, I want to talk just a little bit about uh, research. Uh, An experimental psychologist, Richard Weissman, um, did a lot of research on studying the luck factor. And he looked at what role luck had in people's lives and, and how... How And he actually interchanged, Jay, fortune and luck. So the two terms um, really have been used interchangeably in, in, um, in a lot of the research. Fortunate people are lucky people. So, yeah, I thought you might be interested in that. I like that. Uh, you know, I, I like the idea that um, uh, the man who called in about uh, the Boy Scouts talking about how and it's interesting. I did a Google search on that, and there's actually a book about a, a, a Boy Scout named Lucky, Lucky the Boy Scout, which ah. was pretty interesting that he was talking about how they prepare them to not think about luck and to just be basically to over-prepare yourself around and through luck. That's, right. But that, I think that's, that's, that's a great way of verbalizing what a lot of people who don't subscribe to luck per se, mm-hmm. I think that's what they do. They, just don't, they believe that, you know, sometimes, I mean chance can be good or bad and i think it's you know just a statistical anomaly if you have good chance more than you have bad chance like our boss jason klein just said everybody tells me i'm the luckiest guy they know and i'm like why do they say that to you and he's like i don't know that's interesting though that's wild well i'll tell you why because um jason sort of emanates a positive attitude. You know, he walk, when he walks, and you'll agree with me, when he walks down the hall, with, it's with a, a quick positive A happy-go-lucky A happy-go-lucky bounce. Go lucky yeah. bounce. <laughs> and so it, it just emanates the, the good. Yeah. Or happy-go-fortunate, depending on what you like. The, yeah. <laughs> the happy-go-fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So so that is part of what Wiseman found in his research is that feeling unlucky creates an aura of fear and anxiety, which we were talking about before the break, which which keeps us sort of blinds us from seeing opportunities or seizing opportunities because of perhaps the fear and anxiety. And I know some of you may be out there disagreeing with me that, you know, but and, and I like to hear that. But but it it does seem that lucky people are more likely to make themselves um, available for good things to happen to them. Well, I, I know there has to be some people listening that that have heard us or me specifically talk about how I don't really subscribe to luck. And they, they I'm sure they've had an experience that they could call in and tell us about that be like, well, explain this, buddy. And I would love to hear that story, you know, or maybe it's somebody that that much like. Uh, we think about with our boss Jason there that they just hey, you luck and fortune or whatever it is follows you around and it's unexplainable. You don't know why. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll go a little bit further um, about my son's story. I personally think that he was very fortunate slash lucky because that tree that fell in his workshop snapped off, which was interesting. Uh, it was an old tree, and the ground was very, very wet, and the tree snapped off about, I guess, 10 feet up instead of um, uprooting from the roots like mm. we saw a lot of trees. Yeah. If it had snapped, if it had been uprooted and fallen the way it did, it would have crushed his home. Mm. So perhaps lucky, huh? Um, <laughs> or fortunate. So you never, it's just one of those things. Um, now, you mentioned earlier everything happens for a reason, and, and I, I have said that uh, a lot of times, and sometimes it's hard to see the reason. Um, I also feel that the, the universe, whatever it is, sometimes gives us messages that we, we need to listen to. And maybe that's why some things happen, is that there are these messages that sometimes we ignore, don't we? Um, but now I'm getting into non-science and um, not nonsense, but non-science. So um, just some food for thoughts. But I, I do, you know, as as Weissman and others have have really looked into the the research, it just seems like the the more we keep our our eyes and and minds and and hearts open um the more we're going to be available to good things happening because we look at them in a positive light if you look at things in a negative light then then um, everything will start feeling negative. And like our caller said, Barbara, um, don't let your subconscious mind pull you down and spiral you down. Learn how to push back and and control those negative thoughts because it can make a difference. I'd like to hear from others about whether or not they were able to to do that. Was there ever a time when you felt like things were spiraling and you were able somehow to gain control? And if you did, what was it? What did it? Or was it someone that you surrounded yourself with to help you pull out of perhaps a, a negative or an unlucky or an unfortunate series of events? Um, please join in. I'd like to hear from you. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You know, there's a little bit of research out there, actually a, a fair amount, that talk about children, even, and how they view things, and. Um, and uh, and a lot of their view on life and the way they view things is obviously modeled by what is happening 
um, in their lives. And many times, young children will be more optimistic, more positive, more um, likely to believe that they're lucky and will have a positive outcome. And as children get older, they start losing that around the age of 10, which is is kind of sad. But I do believe that we as adults sometimes do that to them. Okay, we're going to go to the phones. We have a couple of callers. Jan from Madison. Jan has a comment about positive thinking. Hi, Jan. Hey there. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Um, I just wanted to follow up on uh, the lady that called in just a few minutes ago about how she taught herself to to go from negative thinking to positive thinking. Yes, thank you. And it, every day I set four intentions, and it, it really does help frame the day. Uh, first intention is to love somebody forward, which means don't return a negative with a negative. Uh, to perform a random act of kindness, you can tell somebody that you see walking into Walmart that got on some cool shoes or great-looking outfit, or your hair looks good. Um, the other one is to... Um, um, perform a random act of kind, kind, no, that was a kind of, pay a compliment to somebody. And the um, fourth one is to do epic, which means keep a positive attitude and project positivity to all the people that are around you. So loving forward, random act of kindness, compliment to someone, and do an epic. And it really sets the tone for the day. Oh, that's beautiful. If we would all remember that, what a world we'd have. (laughs) I mean, seriously, we would. It would be a whole different place if we could remember those four things, Jan. So thank you. And hey, listeners, if you don't remember all of those that Jan said, listen to the podcast after this show and and review it, because that's a great message, Jan. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Take care. You too. All right, we're going to stay on the phones. We have Nina from, or is it Nina from Gulfport? Hi there, it's Nina. Nina. Uh, you have a correction. Okay, talk to us about it. Sure. Actually, it's just, I'm just finishing up that quote. It's actually, um, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And that's what you are, you are preparing for the, all the opportunities that we're, we're given are you prepared or not for them? And that is the key for, for luck. It's that we make our own luck. And that is actually by a Roman philosopher, Seneca. Very, very good. Thank you for that. We do make our own opportunities by preparing. So, okay. Thank you, Nina. Have you practiced that one? Oh, for sure. It's actually helped me tremendously, literally within the last year. Um, it, it kind of, everything seemed to be, again, spiraling down. And it's a matter of catching yourself and realizing, yeah, I can actually think positively, know that good things will happen, and stop sulking and just start working on being prepared for those situations. And that's exactly what I did. And literally, life has taken a complete, complete turn. It's truly remarkable how it actually works that way. It really does. How long did it take you, Nina, and how hard was it? Um, I would say it took like four months of every day reminding myself that, you know, yeah, to, to, that you have to work at it. You know, mm-hmm. dreams don't just happen. Mm-hmm. You have to work for those dreams. <laughs> you really do. So and I, of, you know, 
working on my resume, um, you know, like kind of uh, working on my skills again. I'm an interior designer. I, I sell furniture as well. And it's just a matter of um, reminding yourself that you, that, you, that you do have a talent, that you do have a skill, that you can work for it, and that if you um, put yourself out there more, something eventually is going to come around and, and work out for you. That is so true, and I think what what everybody needs to remember as you're listening to this is that it does take work. It may not be easy, and and I will say, um, Nina, I've practiced this myself. You to have that positive self talk is very important to remind yourself of the the good qualities that you have, and that you can do you can do it. If you just continue to push at it, is is very important, and I, I do want people to remind themselves that even people who know all the right stuff, like like I do, um, even even as as recently as last night, I had to get into my positive self talk mode and remind mm-hmm. myself that that I can get through this, I can do this. And as long as you do that, you can wake up feeling much better and ready to to hit the floor. And instead of saying, oh, poor me, I'm having to deal with this again. I can't believe it. To, okay, and having to catch, catch yourself. Yeah. Catch, catch yourself in doing that and thinking, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> am I really going to torture myself and keep doing this to myself? No. It, it, things actually can be beautiful and amazing. You just have to remember those things every day. Exactly. That's so mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so thank much you so for much. your call. I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. All right. Well, we still have time for another caller. We had Letty on the line, but somehow she dropped off. I'm not sure what happened. Letty, did we accidentally cut you off? Give us a call back. Um, yeah, in these in these um, last few minutes of the show, I really would like for us to continue to talk about how setting yourself up um, for good things to happen is where we need to sort of stay, stay in that direction. And and we don't have to call it luck or good fortune um, if you if you don't want to call it that. It can just say that you're being prepared and ready for life and open to life and and accepting with an open heart. So, you know, wearing if wearing a lucky object gives you that positive attitude then wonderful do it um but you don't have to rely on that what but what you do have to rely on is good positive self-talk reminding yourself that you're a good person and a good individual and then go back to those those things that Jan said those four mantras about starting the day correctly and being determined to do positive things um, for yourself and for others um, very very important so um, the other thing that that I want everyone to to remember is that 
you can be that lucky one as long as you you prepare yourself to be that. Okay, we have another caller, and is it uh, Sonora or Lenora with a comment? Hi. Hi, it's Sonora. Um, I yeah, my quick comment is. Um, you know, even um, like if you blo- be- believe in metaphysics or quantum physics or any of it, um, there's a law, uh, and it's a scientific law called, you know, the law of attraction, which you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, but like attracts like, and it's proven that the energy that we put out is is automatically automatically brought back to us, and. Um, so I thought it was interesting when you were talking earlier about something close to this, but a long time ago when I was in a class, um, they were talking about the cross and how people wear the cross because they're Christian. Um, but they were saying that originally before Christianity, um, that was one of the reasons that people wore a cross and is for this reason. Um, whenever they started thinking about thinking negatively or putting negative thoughts out, you grab your cross it was a reminder like don't go there you know like mm-hmm. don't don't think like that mm-hmm. um now i know a lot of christians would not like that but but i think that's it's probably has some validity to that well um, as a reminder want- whether you feel it as a religious reminder or a, a non-religious reminder something there yeah yeah, and I think probably Christ wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't idea. think so. I don't think yeah. so at all. So the other real quick thing I wanted to tell you is um, it's a simple little thing, but I've I've done this my for fifty years, and I, I raised my daughter this way. Um, is you know that saying when people like your kid does something and they go, "I'm never going to do it again. I promise. I promise." And a lot of times parents will go, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, or I'll see it when I believe it. That's what they say. Um, But if you switch that around and say, um, I'll see it when I believe it, which is Ah. normally said, and that's what I would always tell her. Well, you'll see it when you believe it, girl. And um, I I think that should be switched around. I like (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's I'll all I, uh, see it when I believe it. I love it. Yeah. I'll okay. <laughs> Thank right. you. Bye. Appreciate <laughs> that call. That's a good one. Okay, we have one other caller, Amy in Meridian, about positivity. Amy, tell us about that in the next <laughs> 60 seconds. I just wondered what the difference is in feeling very positive about things and also having a Pollyanna attitude. Oh, the difference? They're really they're, they're really the same. Yeah. They're they're really the same. And you know, I think just if you don't want to call I think sometimes being a Pollyanna, some sometimes people are a little bit insulting. So maybe we should substitute that for saying I'm positive. I'm a positive and optimistic person. What do you think? But is that also facing facts? If the facts are there and you're being very positive and saying, oh, well, this is not, not going to be a problem, but you're facing the facts that it is a problem. 
Oh, well, I see. Okay, Pollyanna sometimes means that you're not really facing the facts. Being a positive person means that you're positively looking at things, but you get the facts. Thank you for that, Amy. I like that. That was another good point. All right. Great having you callers and listeners, um, and thank you so much. Southern Remedy is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and funding is provided in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and for support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear this show again, lots of good messages in it, or any past episodes, you can listen to the podcast on your favorite app, by searching Southern Remedy Relatively Speaking. This show is a production of Think Radio. Jay White is my producer. Call screener is um, Abram Nanny, and he's also the podcast producer. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.